Let's go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Seven minutes past the hour here on this Monday. Hope you're doing well wherever you might be. Text lines open all day, all the time. 744-2990. It's been great. We've heard from a lot of folks. A lot of folks uh, never heard from talking about Coach Hicks, so it's been really good. We're going to talk about Coach Hicks more right now. Scotty Scott joining us. He's the public address announcer for Pulaski County High School. Also noted biggest Alabama fan this side of Tuscaloosa. So I played you some Sweet Home Alabama just for you, Scotty. Good morning. Hey, hey, Rick! That was uh, that that entry, man. I, I, I felt like I was running out of the stadium for that one, buddy. That was awesome. Uh, we just lost the last uh, living original member today of Leonard Skinner. I heard so. Um, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that happened as well. All right, man. man. Hey, listen. Uh, first of all, appreciate you coming on. Um, as we started off the show today, and as everybody is impacted, that's part of the entire community and played for coach chicks and grew up around pulaski county football just some of your thoughts brother uh, again you saw him more frequently than i did heck you probably interacted with him almost on a daily basis but uh, the loss of coach hicks and his legacy i'll tell you what can never be overstated rick I, i'll tell you what you know uh they're a true living legend for this county i mean i don't know of anybody uh, in this county who didn't know him and uh you know, we was able to uh, talk uh, on the radio with some of uh, other of his friends this morning, and it was just great hearing stories from uh, Jack Turner and, and Scott Vest and Brad Alley. And you know, I I was I grew up idolizing Coach Hicks. You know, I only played one year of football, but I shared this story earlier. Uh, you know, the earliest memory I have of Coach was when I t- actually told him that I wasn't going to play football anymore. You know, I was scrawny and little. I had, I had some speed, and I think he liked my speed, but uh, I just realized that football was not in my future. I told him I was going to run cross country, and he uh, he took me out, out of the field house right at the top of those stadiums, and he said, 
Scotty, do you mean to tell me that instead of playing football on Friday night, <laughs> instead of in front of five thousand people, you'd rather be up in those cornfields running in front of five people? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the but the irony of that, Rick, is that uh, running is actually what brought he and I back together. You know, we would run together on a regular basis, and uh, and even then, you know, at, at an older age. I found myself still trying to please Coach Hicks. You know, if we were running and he would tell me, you know, I needed to increase my, my pace a little bit, I would increase my pace. If he told me I was being too hard on my knees, I would slow it down a little bit. And and he would encourage me. And after some of the other guys left, he would encourage me to stick around and do a little bit of extra interval training with him. And, and, and I would do that. And, you know, just, you know, I saw – side of coach hicks that maybe a lot of people didn't see he was he came to the house a few times and watched alabama play and and uh you know was able to spend some time with him there in the uh, rehab facilities uh here recently when his health started declining and even then you know he would uh he would talk football and he would talk about his players and uh and i encouraged him i said coach i said man i said you really need to write a book I said, I, that would be a bestseller. And in this county, I mean, the stories that he would share while we were running, uh, you know, we're running down, we're climbing hills, and he's talking, telling stories that would just stay embedded in my mind. And, and he had a, such a love for all of his players. Uh, but the, uh, the, the funniest story that I always share is, you know, of course, like you were saying, I, I'm a diehard Alabama fan, and, I just knew that, uh, you know, I knew Coach Hicks knew Nick Saban personally. Yeah, yeah. And they had coached together at West Virginia. And uh, Coach, one day I was over at his uh, townhouse, and he uh, he said, told me, he said, I got something I want you to see. And he showed me a picture, and it was a picture of the coaching staff, the entire West Virginia coaching staff. And, and by the grace of God, him and Coach Saban were standing side by side in the picture. <laughs> so I was able to crop everybody else out, and I took that picture, and I blew it up to an 11 by 14, and so and, and I got Coach Hicks to autograph it. Well, you know, I, I'm an avid Alabama autograph guy, so I was at a uh, um, Nick Saban coaches show in Tuscaloosa, and uh, I was standing there, and, of course, there's hundreds of other people there, and they're all getting – Coach Saban to sign Alabama jerseys and footballs and helmets. And then here I am with this black and white photo <laughs> of an, a young Nick Saban and Coach Hicks standing side by side. And he's going down the, the road and signing all this stuff. And he gets to me in my picture. And he gives me a what-in-the-world look. And I explained to him, I said, yeah, I said, Coach Hicks was my high school coach and a great friend of mine. And, and Coach Saban looked at that picture and a smile came over his face. Mm-hmm. He, he autographed it, and then he took a step away, and he came back, and he pointed at Coach Hicks. And I, I'm not going to quote him verbatim because it's a word I can't say on the air. But he said, "That's a da-, he said that he said that's a daggone man right there." Yeah. And then when when I went back to my table, everybody, people I didn't even know, they were like, "What did you say to Coach Saban to make him smile like that?" And then I told him, and I showed him that picture, and. You know, and a few other times when I was down there, I mentioned Coach Hicks to Coach Saban, and he always, he asked about Coach and, and, and Melinda and said, please give him my best. And then when Coach got inducted into the VHSL Hall of Fame, I, I actually took the 
took the article and had it laminated and took a copy of it to Coach Saban. And, uh, you know, it was just he, – he, his, he, his presence, everybody knew him. Everybody respected him. And, you know, they don't make coaches like Coach Hicks anymore. And uh, he, he will be greatly missed, Rick. I mean, and that's my, my biggest regret – uh, you know, I've been announcing Cougar football now in the stadium for, I guess it's been twelve about twelve years. Yeah, right. Uh, my biggest my biggest regret is that I didn't get to announce a game when he was coaching. Of course, I was in the stands watching, but uh, you know, to to be able to announce for Coach Hicks uh, w- would have been a great honor, and uh, I, I loved him dearly, and and I'm honored to call him my, not only my coach but my friend. Scotty Scott joining us on the program. As you just said, he's been the uh, public address announcer inside the uh, Cougar Den for the last 12 years. And, you know, the one thing, Scotty, too, about Coach, and you talk about legacies, and we know the history because we grew up there, and we all know the impact that he continued to have even after he was coaching. And one thing that struck me, and you, you already know this, but every coach that is out there today – um, the younger coaches, whether you're talking about Alex Wilkins over at Christiansburg, where you're talking about Coach Chris down at Radford, I mean, they all talk about Coach Hicks because he was a resource, right? And he, he was going around, like you said, running and doing all these things, and yet he would always be open to talk to these coaches about some of the things he did, giving advice. I mean, at that point, he'd gotten so comfortable with, hey, this is, this is what I've left here. He could share it with other places as well. He, he wasn't shy to do that. Not at all. I mean, and he would. I mean, he would talk to other coaches. He would talk to – I mean, because everybody wanted to talk to him. And, and he would stop. If he was in the middle of a seven-mile run, he would stop and he would talk to people. Uh, he would talk. He would take photos with people. He would, uh, he would do things. And, uh, yeah, everybody knew him. Everybody – and, you know, Jack Turner, he talked about it uh, on the radio this morning. You know, Jack said he wouldn't be who he is today if it wasn't for Coach Hicks. And that was one of the, a very emotional time because Jack got emotional and, and he was like a dad to yeah, Jack. Absolutely. You know, Jack uh, Jack's father passed away before Jack got married and, and Coach Hicks was there for Jack. And and he would he, he would have been there for any of his players, for any of his friends. And uh you know, I, I brought up a story. You know, I remember a, a former player, a good friend of mine uh, named Bobby Easter. Bobby's family reached when Bobby passed away a few years ago. Bobby, uh, Bobby's family reached out to me and asked me to, you know, notify people and uh, organize some pallbearers for. And one of the first people I called was Coach, and Coach got very emotional, and uh, of course showed up there at the funeral home, and uh, and he did that, and. and and I always think about his love for uh, old, old Buck Blevins too. You know, Buck. Yeah, right. Buck was the ultimate Cougar fan, and <laughs> Buck would call me. And Buck, God rest his soul, Buck. Buck had this idea that he, Buck was going to start this big podcast, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was going to be a, a week weekly podcast, and he was going <laughs> to get all these guests and everything. And you know, the one person who fulfilled his obligation and went on that pod, podcast with Buck. Was coach, was coach right? And and coach coach went to Buck Buck's apartment and uh, sat there with Buck for it had to have been hours and just talking about whatever Buck wanted to talk about and Coach took time out of his day to go and do that for Buck and and you know and that's the thing man once once Coach was in your corner he would do any 
thing in the world for you. Um, his love, his love for animals, his love for uh, special needs kids. You know, he worked with the Special Olympics. He, uh, I, I shared this earlier. He, uh, when we, before I became a PE teacher, I worked in the special ed department for Pulaski County, and you know, when in our preparation for Special Olympics, coach would come up from the field house, or he would take the students down to the field house and help them get ready for the special Olympics. And, and then after the special Olympics, he would, uh, he would be part of the, uh, the, uh, the banquet that we had and he would hand out the awards and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, they all loved coach Hicks and he loved them. And, uh, you know, like I said, his love for animals, you know, down at Bissett park, uh, there was, he had, uh, every morning before we started our run, he would go down and he would feed these stray cats that uh, that were down there, and he had little uh, boxes that he he had put down there for them, where, where they could, so they could have a home and stuff. And he was just a uh, a kind man, and you know a lot of people might remember him, uh, you know, pacing the sidelines, you know, coaching. But but I was so blessed to see the human side, the the, the side of him that was uh, compassionate, that 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 was caring. And you know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm just honored that I could call him my friend, that, that, and, and he'll be missed by so many people, so many people. Well, and one of the things, and I do appreciate you calling in, Scotty, but uh, I'll let you go in a second. But you know, the, sorry doing the Cougar games. I didn't do them this past year, but I would come down there and, and interview uh, Coach, and, and I would always see him. He was around, right? He was around the field house, and I, oh, was, yeah. I would see him more times than not. And he would always take the time and we would talk and we would talk about whatever it might be. And he would talk about listening to the games and he would tell me, and one of the biggest compliments I ever had from anyone, he would say, I'm so glad you're back doing the games with Dan gone. This is the way it's supposed to be. And I really enjoy listening when you're doing the games. And that was really, he came in studio a couple years ago, we rebooted the show and we had him on briefly and he was doing stuff here at the station Matter of fact, you may have been the one to bring him down here. Then I'm not sure. Yeah, um, when well, I brought him down there when when, when Dan passed away. Yeah, um, right, right. We, we came down and we did it. He and I did a, a tribute to uh, Dan right. Callahan that was together. It. That was it. And you know, just getting to see him, and I was able to get a picture with him. It was the last time I was able to get a picture with him. But I saw him so many times up there hanging around. He was so still and so involved with the uh, football program and wanting them to do well, and always just there. I mean. Uh, but to hear that from him meant so much, and it always now will mean even more. But uh, hey, man, we got to work. Oh, yeah. We got to work on getting that statue up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, coach. You know, he he even helped uh, keep the field up. You know, uh, he absolutely. Would, he would make sure the sprinklers were working. He would go down there and replace divots in the field, and that was just his way of staying uh, staying involved and. Uh, like like Brad said earlier, you know, leaving Pulaski County was never an option to Coach Hicks. No, uh, he had offers uh, to go other places, but Pulaski County was his home, and uh, he loved the people of Pulaski County. He loved uh, he loved his family dearly, uh, and like I said, man, he would do anything for anybody, and uh, definitely uh, we we definitely lost a legend and, and a wonderful wonderful person. Well, we certainly did, man. And uh, listen, I appreciate you taking some extra time to uh, pay your tributes to Coach, man. It means so much. Appreciate hey, you. Absolutely. Hey, and let me real quick, Rick, plug, man, this huge game tonight, man. Lady Cougars. Yes, uh, yes. Playing, 
playing in the state semifinals tonight at Christiansburg High School, 7 o'clock. We play Tuscarora. Uh, it's, it's a tough matchup. But, uh, you know, we're playing right there at Christiansburg High School. I encourage everybody to come out. The girls are playing hard. They've had a great season. Not ready to see the season end. And I think we need to create a real uh, home home court advantage by filling the gym up because uh, Tuscarora is a really, really tough ball club and very athletic. Uh, but I believe, our, I believe in our girls. But, man, if we can get the community to come out and cheer them on 7 o'clock tonight at Christiansburg High School, that would be a great Great advantage if we can get people to come out. Absolutely. Go Cougars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rick, hey, I appreciate all you do, man. You don't ever doubt what a what a blessing and a plus you are to this community too, man. You give and you give to to Pulaski, to Radford University, and, and I'm honored to call you my friend too, well, brother, and uh, I appreciate all you do, man. Well, you're very kind. I appreciate that, Scott. He means a lot, brother. All right, All right and come back to the stadium anytime you want to, man. We miss you up in the press box. Yeah, I just may do that. I just may do that. <laughs> we love it. All right, love brother. it. All right, brother. Stay safe, man. Yes, sir, Rick. You Thank you, buddy. That's uh, Scotty Scott joining us on the program. Great stuff. What a great tribute from Scotty um, about Coach Hicks. 639-4900. Text line is open as well. 744-2990. We will take a break. Come back. Bottom of the hour coming up. Some stories from Coach Hicks we'll talk about as well. A lot going on here on a Monday. You had the immense high for the Tech women, you know, the disappointment of Radford University losing in the semis, and then um, Coach Hicks passing as well. A lot went on this weekend. We'll be back. Take the big dog for a walk. Oh, just the people I'd want walking around all licked up. Listen to Big Dog Sports Talk anywhere with the TuneIn app. More BDSD next on WRAD. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring at the window at the darkness to boredom. 28 minutes past the hour here on this. And he began to speak. Monday. Thanks to Scotty Scott for joining us. That you'd rather go run in the cornfields in front of five people instead of playing football on a Friday night in front of 5,000. I can see you out of aces. Ah, good stuff. Good stuff. 639-4900 is the uh, Baker Team Hotline, text line 744-2990. Hope everybody's doing okay. Weather's going to be uh, pretty okay today, right? Temperatures in the upper 60s. I don't think we'll get to that 70s here in the NRV. And then it's going to get colder as the week goes on as we motor through. But... you got all I know is no nasty stuff falling from the sky, so that makes me very happy. Even some of the weather people are saying things like, well, it's the bottom of the ninth now for chance of snow here in the NRV as they look ahead throughout March. And we certainly hope that uh, the snow threat and ice swings and misses. And goes down without much of a fight. We set the clocks uh, up this week, right? 
spring forward. Is that how it works? Fall back, spring forward. So the clocks will go forward and we'll have longer days coming up. I think that's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. That's another sign that spring will soon be upon us. As we told you was going to happen with Jim, one of our listeners, who did the walk for us and didn't see a shadow. All right, more coming up. Rolling along here in hour number three. One more full segment to go. <laughs> we'll be back. Stay with us. Don't go away. are uh, chiming in about everything that happened this weekend. We're getting so many uh, tech women's basketball texts. It's great. People asking about the men's chances. People talking about Coach Hicks. I mean, it's awesome. Great stuff all the way around. Great to hear from so many people as well because um, tight-knit community. Tell you what, I mean, I know they're winning and it makes it easier, but to see the reaction of Kenny Brooks and this uh, – this basketball team and what he's gotten has been uh, tremendous, tremendous stuff all the way around. All right, uh, text messages are always open, 744-2990. Uh, calling in right now on the program, he's the athletics director at Pulaski County High School, Scott Vest. Scotty, how are you, man? Good morning. Doing well, Rick. How about yourself? Hey, I'm doing all right, brother. And listen, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. It's been too long, man, since I had a chance to talk with you. Um I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the passing of Coach Hicks. And, I mean, you're right there every day living in it and the impact that he has had and will continue to have going forward on the community of Pulaski County. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Rick, and that, that's, you know, you said it well. It, it's a lasting impact that Coach uh, has had and, and continues to have. Uh, uh, you know, long after he retired from coaching, uh, you know, the him being around our school and a a number of different capacities. You know, he took care of the field for a number of years uh, as far as fertilizing and, and uh, uh, the, uh, developed the, uh, the rotation there for uh, when we needed to provide applications for it and when it needed to be treated and aerated and so forth. And he took great pride in that, just like we were talking this morning on PSK, that, um, you know, Coach, everything Coach did, Rick, I mean, he, he took it very seriously. He wanted to do it a great job at it. He always felt that was a reflection of him. And, and um, you know, he just he wanted to do well at everything he did. And, 
uh, he took great pride in his work. And, you know, I was thinking, too, you and I both uh, – played for Coach Hicks. You had a lot more on-field success than I did at <laughs> Philadelphia County High School, but the same things we learned under Coach and that staff, it's carried us through. I know it has for me. Can you just talk about some of those things when you were coming up and you know, you're following your brother there at Pulaski County High School and you had so many great teams that you played on and how that kind of helped you as you went through beyond high school and college and so forth and started your own professional life? Well, I think many of those things that Coach instilled in us, uh, you know, that uh, he expected from from all of us, anybody that was in the program, um, you know, I think those are lifelong traits. Those are things that that never go out of style, you know, uh, uh, hardworking and and, uh, loyal to uh, whoever it is that you're working for and working with, loyalty and uh, the preparation. Uh, You know how Coach was just a – the best at yes. uh, preparing uh, not only game plans, you know, when people would often hear about that or Dan would talk about in the paper, but but uh, Coach's preparation for practice was, you know, just unparalleled. I mean, there was not going to be a minute that it wasn't accounted for and no, good no. work was going to get done. And, uh, you know, that you know that just goes a long way in, in anybody's professional life, you know, I think. And I, I hope uh, and pray that I can be a little bit uh, like that, and uh, people uh, recognize that and feel the same way. I hope. Well, I know how many times he was up there at the field house, Scotty, and how much he supported. Right? I mean, every other coach who came after him, he was always there as a resource, and he wanted to be there as a resource. But at the same time, he never wanted to step on anybody's toes. I mean, he always balanced that very well. I thought. Yeah, and it's a fine line, I'm sure, for coach. It was a tough situation, as you can imagine. Uh, uh, you know, there's never going to be another coach. Uh, uh, you know, that's just nothing like him. But, uh, you know, I think there was probably that's something he didn't like so much was people saying, hey, coach, what would you do? Or, <laughs> coach, you wouldn't have done it like this or that. And, uh, you know, I don't know that coach – I don't think coach necessarily liked that, you know, or having to, having to deal with that, you know. Uh, but, yeah, he certainly was a, a resource for uh, the coaches come after him and – and uh, provided, you know, just anything they needed. You know, I know what, uh, uh, you know, I would have him come in sometimes and say, hey, coach, uh, let's, let's look at this film here together and tell me what you think of this or what you think of that. And uh, he was willing to do that for, for anybody. Uh, you know, all of our coaches uh, felt, that, uh, felt that support from coach. And he, he wanted Cougar football to continue to do well. You know, there's some people, I think, with egos and maybe uh, – you know, may not want to see that success after they're gone and so forth, but the coach was far from that. He had such great pride in Pulaski County football, and, and he wanted uh, our program to do well. Scott Vest joining us on the program, the athletics director at Pulaski County High School. You coached for a number of years. How much did you borrow from coach? How much did that help you in your own coaching style when you were up there on staff? Well, it was everything. I mean, it was everything. You know, coach uh, – Taught me everything I knew about coaching and, and how to prepare for a practice. Again, you know, uh, how to coach your position. That's something that coach was uh, uh, that was important to coach, and, and he let you know that that you know you coach your position and you're accountable for your position when they're not performing. You know, he'd let you know that, and uh, we take the necessary steps to get it corrected. Uh, you know, so uh, we didn't make the same mistakes the next Friday night. You know, and. Uh, so, you know, all those things, you know, and, and it's not just that. It's, it's the little things of, of the, again, the pride that he took in the facilities. You know that, Rick, with the, with our locker room and right. how he wanted our 
sorry about that, Rick. That's okay. He wanted our uh, team uh, dressed and, and looking the same. We polished those uh, headgears and those <laughs> those uh, fleets had to be uh, – uh, looking good, and and you know that's just what he thought. To, if we had a good product, and and you know that was part of putting a good product on the field was uh, uh, taking care of all those little things, you know, and and they do add up. Uh, you know, I know it's cliche to say that, but uh, uh, you know that's just the way Coach believed and the way he operated, and uh, um, you know it's. Just, attention to detail no it uh, was it was socks had to be a certain way you're right the shoes your, your jersey had to be tough i mean everything that yeah every little thing meant something and it was meticulous wasn't it? every little detail nothing he nothing you could get nothing by his eye right <laughs> and he was the same way with the coaches you know i know we would have our preseason meeting uh, uh before we started practice and uh, coach had a very detailed list of uh, every, everybody's responsibility, not only the position you're coaching, but but all of the little things that you're responsible for, whether that was game balls on, on, on Friday nights or whether it was handing out knee and thigh pads the, the third day when we could go uh, full pads and, um, you know, just had everything down to a T. And so, you know, nothing slipped through the cracks. And I think that was reflected on the field with his teams that, Things didn't slip through the cracks, you know. There, there, you wasn't sloppy. There, there wasn't a bunch of penalties, turnovers, things. Uh, um, you know, coach, all those things that coach would do throughout the week, throughout the year, whether it was during weightlifting, during summer, uh, leading up to practice during the season. Uh, all those things were for a reason, and uh, it's to make sure that man, we've we've got everything covered. There's nothing going to surprise us here tonight. We're whatever happens, uh, we're we're going to respond and then. Uh, you know, um, that was coach. Well, something you said, Scott, that really sticks out to me, too. We talk about the impact he's had on Pulaski County and always will, but the impact he had on this entire region, because you mentioned it already, what he brought from West Virginia, his idea for the weight program. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to every coach, literally, in this area that has come after him or during his time or the new coaches that are out there today. And every one of them, Scott, and you know this already, reference that Joel Hicks changed the whole ball game in terms of how we go about our weight program in the off season. He changed the way high school football did business here in the New River Valley. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he he did, and then Jack alluded to that this morning with uh, you know that college mentality that uh, you know I truly believe he was he was uh, you know two steps ahead of everybody else when it came to those types of things. I mean, he had to. The weight program implemented and uh, in place, and the kids down there lifting, and uh, you know the same way with with the practices. You know, he had a, the practice plans, the the film, uh, the game film, and uh, studying your next opponent and uh, being prepared, uh, unlike anybody else. You know, he had those. Uh, you remember Rick uh, on Thursdays we would get those uh, scouting reports that were twenty five pages long. You know, with every formation, every run play, every pass play, personnel. Uh, you know, uh, tendencies. Um, so all those things. I mean, Coach was just much ahead of his time when it came to those. It really was. It really was. Well, Scott, I mean, now listen, I really appreciate you uh, jumping on. I know you're continuing that legacy as well with what you're doing up there at Pulaski County High School, and I thank you so much for everything that you do, and uh, maybe we'll see you again here sooner than later coming up here next uh, Thank you, next Rick. Fall. I appreciate that. Uh, I want to also give a shout-out to our uh, – uh, girls basketball team yes. playing in the state semifinals tonight, seven o'clock at Christiansburg High School, and uh, uh, you know we're excited about that. Looking forward to that. We had um, state.
state champion uh, wrestler with Molly Keller this yes, year. Yes, yes. Uh, state champion shot put with uh, Diego Turner. Cole Boone uh, uh, was uh, just uh, outstanding uh, for a freshman. Uh, many of the times that he run were were times that not only some of the best in the state, but some of the best in the nation. So we're uh, we're proud of our, our kids here. Yeah, absolutely, as you should be. That track and field program is starting to really become a, a blossom into kind of a dynasty thing now, man. It really is, isn't it? I mean, it's it's doing very well. We got a lot of great kids part of that program and uh, part of all our programs, but uh, we're we're excited. All right, man. Well, listen, you're a big part of that as well, Scott. Thank you so much for your time, brother. We'll talk again here soon. Thanks, Rick. See you. Appreciate it. There you go. That's Scott Vess. He is the athletics director at Pulaski County High School. Yeah, he's right. The uh, ladies are going to be playing over at Christiansburg High School State semifinal. Scotty Scott mentioned that as well. And um, it's a special place. I mean, I'm, I'm from there, went there. I know it's a special place, and you always feel that way about where you grew up and the people you grew up with and Coach Hicks and the, uh, the lasting impression he's going to have, um, again, on every program in this area. You, you talk to anybody, and they're going to tell you the exact same thing. It's not just saying that from a Pulaski County perspective. He changed the way high schools and even some colleges <laughs> went about their weight programs and the attitude toward that. There was a mandatory lift you had to accomplish. There were things you had to do before you could even think about getting one of those shiny uh, helmets that Scott just talked about, right, polished and a locker with your name on it. You couldn't just show up. You had to earn it, and that's something that I think many of us take with us every day, understanding you have to go out and earn it every day, and a large part of that. If you don't get that kind of guidance at home, you had that with your coach. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, some of the best memories that you have in life, the most important, they come from the home, certainly, but they come from those coaches who impacted you the most. You hear any interview with any big-time athlete, they're going to go back and reference some coach that had such an influence on their lives, and that's how they continue to live their lives going forward. And that was Coach Hicks. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. We're going to wrap up the program here on this Monday. Appreciate Scotty Scott and Scott Vest for joining us. Wrapping up the show after this. Stay with us. Sports talk in the New River Valley, period. And you can quote us on that. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! More Big Dog next on WRAD. to uh, Scotty Scott, Scott Vest for joining us. Great tributes there to Coach Hicks. We'll be telling stories all week long, Coach. There's so many. There's a couple I can't tell. <laughs> After our football playing days and Coach Hicks coaching days. But <laughs> By the way, uh, this was me, actual footage. Here's the actual in-game call of uh, Radford University falling at the buzzer in the semifinals against Campbell. Oh! Oh, oh my oh no oh no that was out of nowhere yeah 
Yeah, I was pretty distraught. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. Great season for the young guys, though. I mean, they improved by eight wins, and it came down to the final final second, literally. And, hey, Campbell made a shot. They made a shot. But doesn't take away from the accomplishments of uh, those guys. Uh, a plus-eight win improvement. Program definitely headed in the right direction. And um, we shall see how things unfold in 23-24. But uh, a terrific season for both the men and the women down at Radford University. The ladies really pushed the top seed. Gardner-Webb, I mean, they pushed them all the way into overtime. I mean, they completed their undefeated run yesterday in the tournament, uh, knocking off High Point to go to the NCAA. So they were the best team all year, and they uh, won the thing, much like on the men's side, UNC Asheville, the best team all year. And they ended up uh, cutting down the nets on the men's side yesterday. So, um, But good seasons all the way around. It's, it's disappointing. It's tough when the season ends. It's tough when you see those guys that know they're playing their last game. They don't want to leave the floor. They don't want to take off the jersey. Um, it's, it's difficult. Five years of commitment, four years, however long it's been, and you get out there and you realize, you know what, there are no more practices, there are no more shoot-arounds, there are no more team meals. I mean, it's a, it's a, that's what makes March, you know, as great as it is and exciting as the moments are of jubilation and success, it also has the other side to it, which makes it so much uh, more impactful as well, the, the, the side of it when you do not come through with the game-winning shot and your season ends and you don't continue on into the NCAA. And that's what uh, student-athletes at Radford are dealing with today. But again, it doesn't minimize what they were able to get done throughout the season and in the postseason. We'll keep an eye on the Tech women. Uh, I do believe they are going to get an overall number one seed. I think they're that team. I think they're going to get one of the four number ones. We'll see. Um, we got a lot, you know, got a week ahead to figure out how that's going to go. There'll be a lot of scuttlebutt. I'm sure there'll be some leaks about what they're hearing from some of these prognosticators, but they definitely deserve it. I mean, they knock off, what, five straight ranked teams. The ACC is a power league on the women's side, not so much on the men's side this year. They have to be rewarded for that, right? As Wayne said in early, they were 10-2. and 10-2 and two against the top 25. And enough said. Enough said. And the men will start their quest tomorrow night. Mike Burnett scheduled to join us from Greensboro. We'll have uh, Jermaine Farrell as well. David Smith to talk some NFL stuff as uh, we roll along uh, throughout the week. But um, five games, five games ahead for the men. They will have to navigate through. It's their only shot to make the NCAA is by winning the tournament. And we'll see if they can go on any kind of similar run as they had a year ago. Favorable matchup against Notre Dame to open up things. And really it comes down to a matter of focus and being uh, doing those little things that they were able to do last year to win the thing and earn that right. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Great stuff. Thanks again to all of our guests, Marva, Scotty Scott, and Scott Vest. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Tuesday edition. Take care.
us here at News Center 4. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, New River Valley.